We are a little late getting to this recording this week, but better late than never. Is it? That's is so it cliche. Better, <laughs> better late better than late? ever. It's not always better. What do you mean? Sometimes it's just worse to not do it. <laughs> hey, no, we we need to we need to serve our listeners. But it, it is time. It's time. It could be. Yeah, I won't do it again. Could be Vader time or Michael Buffer or Bruce Buffer time. But it is time no, for. Is that, isn't that? Um, yes. That's what Vader Wait. did. The, the, Why the, would he do that? That's the, like the, the split, live long and the prosper. Split, yeah. The split fingers. Yes, yeah. that, that is what Big Van Vader did. Why did he do that? It's great radio. I, I don't know. Spock did that. You are listening to <laughs> just another sports podcast. Greg Swatek, Colin McGuire. Joshua R. Smith, oh. a.k.a. Uh, J.R. Smith. You, you looked at me for a second. I thought you forgot my name. No, no, no. I, I remember. Like, I, uh, I, was, I, was, I, was set, I was setting you I was setting you up there, uh, J.R. Smith. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. I, I definitely won't, don't want to be associated with him today, but thank yeah. you. But, but lots to talk about, stuff that we'll, we'll talk about. We'll dive right into the NBA Finals, but we gotta, we got to hit on the Conference Finals, uh, too. Uh, Capitals in the, so. in, uh, in, in the Stanley Cup. Um seen or uh, uh to be seen uh uh so so lots to lots to get into the the, the belmont is uh coming up as well uh, another triple crown hopefully i'm sure we'll talk about that again but um nba finals game one could have could have gone uh could have gone either way i uh, the warriors are the heavy favorites i i've seen no one pick the cavaliers uh, uh to win this series yet they, they nearly came away with with a win last night and uh it's a game they should have won i mean if they're, if they're gonna win this series that you 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 would kind of think they had to have that game last night uh george hill he's at the free throw line with four seconds to go golden state's gonna get the ball back no matter what um cleveland is down one he makes the first to tie the game he misses the second and then our man jr smith who's who's prone to these sort of moments the sort of like what is he thinking moments he has been throughout his career he grabs the rebound uh and the only explanation is he thought cleveland had the lead because he dribbles the ball out like he's trying to play keep away from golden state except the game is tied so what were, what are we to make of these uh final moments of, of of game one here fellas that was hard to watch that was really, really hard to watch. Um, LeBron was open too. I think you left that out of your recap there. But and he was Le- like calling for the yeah, ball. Yeah, LeBron too. was open and calling for the well, ball. Well, what if Jeff Smith just went right back up and and, and yeah. try, try to lay up? Yeah. I mean, he was right at the basket. That's just what he should. Yeah. I will be honest with you, and I'm pro. I I know I'm in the minority here. Although I blame J.R. Smith a hundred times out of a hundred for this. When that happened, I actually thought the same thing that jr smith was thinking and right I don't he know convinced why. he convinced you yeah, and i think he, he convinced broadcasters too. yeah yeah i really think that the, i was thinking oh, okay they're gonna dribble it out they won it's over but then i'm thinking why isn't golden state fouling them and then it goes three <laughs> two one i think there was a little over three seconds left and then it, it ran out and i was like oh my god it's tied <laughs> so, so you got lost in the moment too, i did like, like, well, yeah and, 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 did. yeah and yeah. similarly i was here at work praying that it didn't go to overtime because I was trying to get it in the newspaper. Yeah. So as I, I was standing by the television, and as soon as George Hill missed that second free throw, I turned around and started walking back to my desk because I had to start making changes or mm-hmm. a- adjusting some things potentially for the front page. So I, did, I wasn't really even paying attention to what he did. Yeah. And then I heard discussion around the television you know the other guys were like what you know what the hell is he doing they showed the replay and 
of course, everybody's hands, like all the Cavs players' hands are going up like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, the LeBron face was great. and I It's already it's famous. Already, yeah. That, yeah, and, and LeBron stormed out of his uh, press conference last night. Yeah. But I, I thought that was warranted. The, the ESPN guy kept asking the same question And he's got to defend his, yeah, his guy. But my, Okay, yes, he has to defend his guy. He does. I get it. I'm glad he did that. But – why does he? Why does he want J.R. Smith on his team? Like he's been know. with, he's had him on his team for how many years now? That guy is, I mean, he's a three-point shooter, and that's obviously what he's there for. But he's a bonehead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and the Cavs have sort of been playing with fire. By and it wasn't him just this roster. instance. I mean, this guy right. has been a bonehead for years. Yeah, right. But, and, yeah. And, he, and, he, and except with the exception of maybe Game Seven, where he did play well in in, in the yeah. latter stages of that game, he doesn't. He's not a clutch player. Like his shots stop falling yeah. uh, well, when, when when it really counts. So he, <laughs> he he's good at making threes early in the game and in, in moments that aren't that important. But, but when, when it really matters, like he often doesn't come through uh, with, with made shots. And did you see that he was also the one at the half that he, he went for a steal? He, he killed him at, he killed him at, and at both Steph, halves. Steph, he didn't get the steal. Steph caught the ball, took a step inside the, three, the half court line and hit that huge three that helped them you know, sort of salvage the first half. Yeah, he, he killed the Cavs at the end of uh, both both halves. I mean, even if he came up with that steal, what was he going to do with it? Just throw up a yeah. pr- throw up a prayer that likely wasn't going to go in. Instead, he misses and, and gives Steph the the look that people everyone thinks he's going to make, and of, and of course he did. And then those three points loomed pretty large at, at, at the end of uh, regulation there. Yeah. So, uh, what uh, you asked, what are we to make of this? Like, what what are we to make of the the Warriors at this point? I you know. I don't think, and I, I bet you guys will disagree with me, but I I don't think this is an indication that that's the only game that, that Cleveland was going to get. Um, I think it's very easy right now to say, well, if you're going to get one, you're going to steal one, which they were in prime position to do last night. Uh, they didn't, so now everybody's saying, well, they're going to get swept or it's going to be it, the series is over because they weren't able to, to finish. I'm going to go the other way on that. I'm going to say I think last night, prove that we might have a series on our hands and LeBron is showing up like he is and he's got to be I mean yeah and him storming out of the press conference last night he's got to be as angry as he's ever been when it comes to something like this and I don't see him in this instance turtling up and just you know saying forget it I think he's they're gonna come back in game two and they're gonna they're gonna give him all they have and in some weird way it reminds me of the way that I felt the year uh, that that Cleveland beat Golden State in the finals. It kind of feels like that to me because everybody thought Cleveland didn't have any type of chance coming into this series in the same way that it was when they beat Golden State in seven games a couple years ago. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people, and I think we kind of found that out last night. Golden Golden State takes plays off, and LeBron is in a mindset, in a position that, man, he's hungry. What he's done with this group of people we've talked about on this podcast all the time is probably the most impressive thing he's ever done. Why it, it, it's in the top two or three yeah. for sure. So why stop? Why stop at the conference finals? You know, I think he's in a, in a very particular zone right now that I think could really make this an interesting series. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, well, Iguodala is still not playing for yeah. for Golden State, which could factor continue to factor in. Who who are they? Who he's went to the basket at will last night, and I don't know why. He, I don't honestly know why he didn't at the at the end of the game there when he mm-hmm. passed it to George Hill. I mean, he, I I see LeBron averaging you know forty five points a game and yeah. carrying them in every single game, and I can see them uh, fighting to beat to win every single yeah. game based off yeah. of what I've seen. 
in the conference finals, which we I don't know if we're even going to get a chance to talk about, but just based off of what I saw in that series and the way he played out of his mind, yeah, um, I do not. I would not put it past him to, to push this and make this a real series. Now I don't think he can win it, mm-hmm. and if he did, then I would <laughs> then I would really, really consider him. If he wins the GOAT, yeah. If he if if this happens, he's Monday morning. He's got to retire immediately because it's <laughs> never going to get any better. It really wouldn't. I mean, and he yeah. would never be able to accomplish anything as special as this. I agree with you. I don't think that they're going to win. But again, like I said a couple years ago, I didn't think they'd have a chance either. And then yeah. especially down three one going to Golden State. They got a game. I mean, it was just... Well, have we, aside from maybe the first time they met, uh, uh, in, I guess 2015, did we ever think they had a chance to win? I mean, uh, uh, 2016 obviously was the 73-win Warriors. No one gave them a shot there. Last year, I think no no one really gave them a shot because it's it's, it's Golden After State. After Durant, George. I mean, Durant, Golden State, Golden State. Hadn't, hadn't really lost a, a game uh, in the playoffs. They swept their way through the Western Conference. And then uh, so no one gave him a chance last year, and then no one's giving him a chance this year. So this this doesn't seem that uh, different from from normal uh, to me. But no matter what happens in this series, I think this is unquestionably LeBron's greatest playoff run. I mean, getting this team to the finals, some of the shots he hit, that ridiculous bank shot he hit against Toronto to win that game. I mean, th- this is and just the the amount of points he's scoring and getting others involved at the same time. I, th- I think unquestionably this has been his greatest playoff run. So I think I think it is different because of the way that he played last night. It, we were talking about the game, game one. I think it's a very different game one than last year's game. We all expected them to lose last year, but they never felt like they had a chance last year in any of that series. Last night, I felt like they showed up, and I feel like now he's changed my mind a little. What were you going to say? I was just going to ask Greg, just looking at that game as a standalone game in the NBA Finals and knowing how far back you know your viewing history of of the finals goes what i mean where does that rank for you in terms of overall great games in the finals i mean we saw all of jordan's games um be, before that we've heard you know we've heard about the history of of that series um going back to like you know celtics and all the games that they won and championships they won but 51 points the magic johnson game i guess comes to mind yeah um, and michael i think where does this rank it, well you lost well, I know, yeah, but a, but still, yeah. you can't deny that that was yeah. individually one of the all-time yeah. great championship finals and, and, series performances. And no, I, I I agree with that completely. But yet, there were still a couple moments late in the game where he seemed strangely passive. Like he passed that, it, to, like he, said, he passed yeah. it to George Hill. Jeff Green took a, th- a late three pointers. Like why is he shooting that? Like LeBron was still like strangely passive in a couple moments. I thought, but but no, I mean, but that that's his personality. He's not Michael Jordan. He's not Kobe Bryant. And again, if we're going to keep making this comparison, we're going to keep running into this wall. It's it's, it's not it's not a good comparison because he's a totally different player and he's a totally he has a totally different mindset. He plays with a totally different mindset yet he still puts up the numbers uh, too so you can't deny his greatness i i i mean to, to to have this constant comparison with michael and lebron i think you're diminishing the greatness of one unnecessarily they're, they're both all top five all-time yeah, and greats, it's one of those so. comparing eras things it's not only comparing players but you are also absolutely comparing eras which is impossible to do because the game is so totally different than it was when jordan was making his his runs right, and, right. and how many titles would LeBron have if if this all time great Golden State team didn't, yeah. didn't didn't come together or exist? So how I mean, did you guys feel about the officiating? 
I, I thought it was bad. I yeah. thought it was really uh, bad. That's one of the things I want to talk about, and that's how we could bring in the conference finals in, into the discussion. Like Golden State, I thought, has gotten fortunate with a lot of calls uh, in, in uh, the last week. I think they agree uh, with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they've said right. that. Right. I mean, even even the the the, blo- the the charge on Durant that was turned into a block that allowed Golden State that to tie, was so to, to, perplexing. to, to tie yeah. that game. How did you guys feel about that? I, in the did moment, you understand what was going on there? I understood in the that moment. That they could review that? That bothered me. I didn't know that. That idea that they could review that really bothered me. Uh, I think partly because I was secretly rooting for Cleveland, and I knew that if it went the other way, it'd be a different game. But it bothered me that they could review it. The explanation, I I still don't. Yeah. So that protected area or whatever. He's outside. He was outside of it. And if he's in it is the only way they could have been able to review that, from what my understanding was Mm -hmm. from the broadcasters. So. The fact that they overturned it, even though he was outside that area, was mind-blowing yeah. to me. It, it was a border. I don't know. Has, a, there, has there been a big deal made about that today? I, I haven't heard it. Uh, it was a border. It was a borderline call. I mean, LeBron kind of was moving at, at the time Durant came into him. But, 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 but there wasn't, to me, there wasn't nearly enough evidence or it wasn't well, clear enough for yeah, them to overturn exactly. the, the original call. And this is where replay is changing sports because the yeah. only way that you can see that he is slowly, ever so slightly mm-hmm. moving was by slowing it down and yeah. letting them see that. And that's yeah. BS to me. Yeah. Let the call stand as it was subject. The, the official subjectively saw it as mm-hmm. a, a charge. Yeah. And that's the way it should have just stayed. There wasn't nearly enough to overturn that call. It, it, it should have stood as a charge. Yeah. Tim Legler went on SportsCenter right afterward and said it was the best. It was the it was the right call. I've heard so most I, yeah. analysts agree with that. Yeah. So I I don't know. LeBron, it, it was so close though because he was he was moving he slightly. Was. If you again, if you slow it down in in in, in the world of slow mo, you can see that he is. But but, but ten the, years uh, ago, you don't do that. Exactly. Right. You know? right. And yeah, and the call would have stood. And then and then not the Golden State's totally out of it at that point. I think there still was the better part of a minute to go. But but they're down and Cleveland's got all the momentum. They're Cleveland's in total control if if, if that stays a, a have charge. You guys, have you guys so. though ever seen a foul call overturned in a basketball game? No. By no. replay? No. Not, no. no. Right. And if we're no. gonna start doing that, man, uh, we're, that's we're, what we're, I hate about. We're, it. We're, yeah. we're going down a real slippery slope. Right, like yeah. football, football is already down this slippery slope uh, quite a bit with everything being reviewed to the nth degree, and, and now we're fighting about what's a catch and what's not a catch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't want basketball to go to, to go down this same uh, same slope. So how does it not at this point? You know, the floodgate is open. The technology is only getting better. Yeah. Medusa's box is is is, is, is <laughs> yeah, open. open. Is, is open technically. Yeah. So, uh, but but in the in the Rocket series, uh, at the end of the first half, that Houston was totally controlling. James Harden was blatantly fouled. Twice, yes. uh, twice. As bad as LeBron was blatantly fouled, like yeah. numerous times last night. Twice, yeah. and, and, and the ref didn't blow the whistle. I mean, yeah. he he got he, he got away with it. So, and then there was a continuation in the second half where Harden banked in a sh- he banked in a three, and he was fouled he on was that fouled play. And, and they and they called the foul, but they said it was before the shot. So I mean, so Golden State's been getting the benefit of 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 of, uh, of the whistle a uh, big time uh, in these last few games. And they don't need help when you have they have four Hall of Famers. Starting. Well, Kevin Durant did not play well last night. I, and, I thought, and he didn't play well in a lot of that Houston series yeah. until the end of it. So I'm uh, wondering what his deal is, well, if he's going to show up or if he's just going through a slump. And I'm wondering what's going to happen with Tristan Thompson. When he confronted Draymond Green, I thought, oh, uh-oh. We, <laughs> well, that, that was that was a ridiculous whistle, too. Like, he fa- he, he clearly fouled um, 
I, I, I guess it was Nick Young or, or someone shooting the three. Oh, yeah, and he got thrown out. Right. And, yeah. yeah. And he that, got thrown out for that. Th- yeah. That was a ridiculously fast yeah. uh, hook, I, yeah. I, I thought, to throw him out. And then Draymond, yeah. of course, being Draymond, yeah. is clap, sort of clapping in his face. And then Tristan yeah. Thompson like shoves the basketball in, uh, in, in, in Draymond's face. You know what I loved? I loved seeing LeBron and Steph jaw. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, right, after, right yeah, after, right that, after that. Right after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. LeBron blocked him, and then he sort of glared at Steph, and then Steph's like, "Come on, man, good block, but why, why, why do you have to glare?" And then they got into it. Then Clay Thompson came over and and, and sort of got into it. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean that, that's that's going to give this series uh, a, a, a little chippiness. I uh, like for sure, it. and yeah. that's great for me. I really enjoy that because I was well. We always bring up Chris Kinsler in here. I I was talking to him briefly, the Rockets fan, you know, in our office, who's the uh, the editor of the paper. Um, and he said he's not watching this series. And I'm, I'm like, how are you not? Like, and I don't get that. By a lot, and I've heard it from a lot of people who just mm-hmm. say, I'm sick of it. We know it's going to happen. I'm not watching it. And I said to him, I'm like, how can you not watch? Now, can you not tune in to see what LeBron is going to do to see if he could potentially pull this off? Because it would be epic if you did it, if he did it. And he was like, oh, man, maybe. I'll, you know, but I'm just like, how is somebody, how are you not tuning into this if you're a basketball fan? That's the thing. And I, as you're saying that, I thought the same sort of thing right now. If it gets chippy and oh, the games yeah. are close oh, yeah. and it's a series – People are Chris is going to tune absolutely. in, and, and I think that would that's what needs to happen. Game two needs to have the same intensity, the same closeness, and it needs to just build on. I mean, talking from a total dramatic television yes. standpoint, well, not that's a what basketball. It is. It's entertainment, yeah. though. I mean, if, if they if they can build a great game, they can be chippy, and it, and let's say Cleveland wins and it's one one. Game three, everybody's watching. Man, get, imagine if LeBron wins game two without Tristan Thompson, maybe even without Kevin Love, because apparently he stepped onto the yeah, floor last that. night. I don't yeah. know if they're thinking about suspending him. I, I can't believe they, was suspend- they shouldn't suspend anyone. Not, no one deserves a suspension for what for what unfolded um, uh, at the end of that game. The it's officials not, deserve so, a suspension. Okay. I was going right. to say, I, I was wondering if Thompson was like automatically going to be suspended because he was ejected from this game, but I guess that's not a rule, right? I, I, I don't think it's automatic. I mean, I, I think it's... It, They'll probably it, review the tape. Right. And, yeah, Right, um, yeah. and and the league will probably frown upon him shoving the ball in Draymond Green's face more than they will the initial thing that got then him uh, thrown, him. thrown out. Right, yeah. Yeah. don't suspend him. Right, I, I don't think they, I don't think they will suspend him. To me, it was like a C plus effort from the Warriors. They totally sleepwalked through the first half, yet they wound up tied uh, thanks to that last shot. And it was about a B plus effort from the Cavs. They Golden, this can't be said enough because I think these playoffs have highlighted it more than any of the other playoffs during Golden State's run. Golden State checks out. They do. They they say we can get by turning it on for one quarter a game, and that quarter could be the first, second, third, or fourth. It doesn't matter. But they go through whole halves where they don't seem engaged at all. And and I that happened a lot in the Houston series. It happened last night. They're gonna. With the frequency that it happens, I think it's a problem. I think this is who they are. Yeah, this, this season in particular, I think they they think they can sleepwalk and still win a championship. Mm-hmm. And you, they're running up against this Mack truck who's not who's who's not playing games yeah. with them. And I, yeah, I, I I watch them, and the most frustrating part for me because I do root for them. I when they're when they're in sync, they are the most fun yeah. professional team. Yeah, maybe. Uh, of any of the major sports to watch i think yeah and so i kind of root for them to get into that groove mm-hmm. but watching them is so frustrating because they last night in particular they rebounded so poorly they're just they don't have they yeah. don't have guys that the big guys in the middle and they don't i mean that's almost an effort thing 
yeah. is rebounding, and they weren't they rebounded really poorly last night. And throughout the Houston series, I thought they rebounded. Poorly. I, I think they're playing the 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 wrong center. They're playing this loony guy yeah. uh, at center, and 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 I, and I don't think he's their best center. I, I think Javale McGee could give him better minutes. I think Pachulia could give him. <laughs> oh, did you guys better, see Javale McGee miss that dunk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I laughed my butt. We, we talked about J.R. Smith moments. That was a total Javale. Uh, that was a total classic Javale. JaVale. Yeah. Former moment, wizard. So. Point blank, right. seven footer. He's a seven footer standing right next under the bucket, and he stuffs himself on a dunk. At the- <laughs> to, to, to Colin's point, what I think it is, and I've texted this to you guys the, uh, the other night watching Game Seven of the Houston series. The Warriors clearly don't have the same hunger that they've had the last three years. I mean, in 2015, it was hey, let's w- we 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 want to break through. We, we want to win that first title. Uh, 16 was the wins record. We want we want to get the 70. 70- we want to surpass 72 wins. Last year was redemption. This year, they don't have that thing to push up against, and they don't have the same drive and, and, and hunger to me, and, and that's showing up in, yeah. in their effort big time. I mean, maybe they're, so. maybe they're pushing the envelope to <clears throat> see how little effort they can give to see how, you know, see if they can win it with the little effort, most little effort possible. But wouldn't you, you know, you're talking <clears throat> about me. these sort of milestones that they, they want to summit. Well, why don't you summit like being completely dominating? You Great know, question. And, and why don't you say, hey, we're going to make a statement. We're going to beat Cleveland by 25 a game. We're going to sweep them 4-0. And they could have done that throughout the playoffs, too. I mean, Houston, by all intents and purposes, should have won. If Chris Paul would have played either game six or seven, I think Houston would have won one it's of those bit games. It's another bit of luck. That, yeah. Uh, so I, I just think, like, if you're them, why not say it? We're going to sweep our way through the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, why aren't they saying, like, we're going to win five championships in a row? Yeah. But, you know, let's and, do it. And, yeah. and, and there again, they had their chances. They won game one in Houston. And then they got blown out in game two. Instead of instead of saying, "Hey, let's let's win both these games on the road and then go home," yeah, they they let Houston off the mat in games two and games four mm-hmm. when they had a twelve point lead in the fourth quarter yeah. at home and and blew and, and blew that game. So they're just not they're not sustaining. They have moments of it where where they look dominant and it, and it's helped them, uh, especially in, in the second half of game seven there. But 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 they also have moments where, like you say, Colin, they they're they're totally not interested in playing at all. It seems yeah, to so. me it makes them like annoying. You know, I, I don't yeah. I don't know another word or a better used word. They just annoy me with that. Don't do that. You know, like, I don't know. Last, I, I don't know. Last night when um there was a moment there when Clay Thompson went down and limped back to the locker room and I was like, ooh, like <laughs> this could be a problem. Yeah. Um, caused, imagine, by, imagine. Caused by our man J.R. Smith. So All it takes, look, Chris Paul got hurt for Houston. Yeah. Now he's injury prone. But, yeah. you know, we could see Steph roll his ankle. Yeah. Or we could oh, see yeah. <clears throat> something yeah. like that kooky happen and suddenly – well, remember, LeBron might be able to pull this off. Weren't we talking at the last week of the season? They got their doors blown off by the Jazz by like by, 40. By, by 40 points. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think they're capable of just giving things away. I, As the degenerate gambler that I am, it was a 12-point. You're an alcoholic point, and a gambler? Yes. Wow. <laughs> the, uh, it, was 12, it was a 12-point uh, spread. And the, they, they were favored by 12 points to win. If if they continue to set that line, if Vegas continues to set that line, I would take Cleveland Absolutely. every every game. Because yes. I mean, I and I if you know if I could bet in Maryland on sports, hopefully that'll change sooner rather than later. I would have played. I mean, that's the play that I was thinking the whole time going into it. Like, Cleveland's not going to let you get more than twelve on them. At least not last night. Game one. I mean, Allen Iverson won game one in Philadelphia against the Lakers. Stepping However, over yes. Ty Lue. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, game one's always the one where. Uh, those wacky things can happen, or the underdog really plays well, steals one. I don't know. I think it's going to be a long season. They have, they have, they, they still have their moments of brilliance. So they, they show, yeah. they show you what yeah. they're capable of, and they also show you uh, how non interested they are too. And uh, Steph and Clay. I mean, in game seven, I just wanted to touch on this briefly. Like they're so 
Jordan-esque in the way they could just hit those dagger shots. Yeah. Like like you almost know the ball's going in uh, as as they're putting it up. So and 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 Steph sort of has he, other than Kobe, he sort of reminds me of Jordan the most in the way he just the killer comes, com, com, comes through with those moments and stuff. And, and Clay's not far behind too because he's really saved saved Golden State. Yeah, but he needs somebody several to pass of these the games, ball. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but he hits the shots though. So yeah, last night it was down the stretch. I was we were watching it here, and I'm like, run, let's. I wanted to see Golden State run that offense and you know pass the ball and move it and instead most of the time we got was Durant like trying to clear out and you know get a mid-range jumper mm-hmm. or something like that or Steph just coming in and dribbling and dribbling and dribbling and then shooting up a three. Yeah. So that's what bothers me. That's what annoys me about them. You yeah. said they can be annoying for a lot of different reasons. That's what bothers me sometimes because you know what they look like when they can run that that yeah. offense. And then sometimes they do this ISO ball, and it's like, come well, on. Well, I mean, they typically show it to you in the third quarter. Their third yeah. quarters have been awesome throughout the playoffs. But last night in the third quarter, they got after that quick start out of the half. They went up seven or eight points, and you're like, here we go again. It's going to be about a 20-point game. But then Cleveland hung right in there with them and, 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 they, and got, they back, comeback, to, got yeah. back to even in in that third quarter, which I which I thought was really huge in, in, in the way the game uh, ultimately played out, how, how close it was down the stretch. So... I want to get into what happened to the Houston Rockets because, I mean, they had a 16-point lead in Game 6 on the road. They had a 15-point lead in Game 7 at home. Yes, Chris Paul is not playing, but, but man, if you're James Harden, those are games you, you, you have to win, How? I, yeah. I, I think. I'm, I'm going to tell you why they need Chris Paul and why James Harden is not the answer to be a leader and to win championships. They missed 27 straight three-point shots. And the one thing Chris Paul would do, and we know this, we've seen this, he would be the one to say, I don't know, after miss number 15, okay, we're going to – Guys, we're, 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 come on. Let's you do know. something different here. Yeah, but James Harden doesn't have that in him. Yeah. And I think that that's why Houston's kind of doomed. He, he doesn't have that take charge mentality. Yeah. Uh, LeBron in, will in solve him, that for them so. next year. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a very, very possible. But, but man, if you're the Rockets, like, and, and, they, and, and Mike D'Antoni doesn't seem like a coach who's capable of changing <laughs> – Yeah, you were texting uh, about ch- that. Changing gears. They did a mic'd up segment. He's like, we knew it was going to be a battle. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep battling, guys. Keep battling. Come on. Let's do it. Or we whatever. can do it. Right, yeah. I mean, that, that's basically all he offered, and it was it was like hilarious. I don't know. I wonder about that. Come on, on man. I wonder about that on those snippets that they that they allow you to hear because those guys are mic'd up. I think the network and the NBA have an agreement yeah. where they don't want to release. Yeah. They won't play like the yeah. technical stuff that they're saying. Yeah. They just play the real homogenized crap that's yeah. just yeah, like it's not, come not, on boys let's do it <laughs> yeah you know yeah. and it's not it's not going to be like here's the play that we're running we're running here guys this is what you're going to do and you're going to they don't they don't think yeah. they want to they don't want to reveal yeah. that but, but something struck me about that dan tony mic'd up and again <laughs> this is a guy that has a reputation for not being able to coach his teams in, in, in well, the big games and the big moments. look at phil jackson never would even say anything he right, would just yeah. you know Sit there, yeah. right? The yeah. So, so maybe I'm being too, maybe I'm being too harsh, but there was just something that struck me That's, about that. It was segment. funny. You're right. And, and the team wasn't changing gears at all. I mean, cl- clearly they were doing something <laughs> that was not working, and they didn't seem to have a plan B were, yeah. because they kept letting Trevor Ariza <laughs> yeah. ja- uh, jack up three pointers. I'm like their so. offense right now is Trevor Ariza missing threes. Like, <laughs> he, come, he, come on, guys. He was 0 for nine uh, in the game overall. But that's so, Antoni. Like, yeah. shoot threes. Right, that's yeah. his I offense. Mean, that, yeah. Now, in fairness, that's what's brought Houston to this point: shooting and making all all, all those threes. But but um, but yeah, I mean, if you're Houston, it just this this the shocking way they sort of let that game get away from them in uh, in, in the third quarter. There was was, was something. So, 
Yeah, and a, a, a year from now, I mean, Chris Paul's a year older. I mean, can yeah. they if they don't add anybody? Say he, they don't he, add he's LeBron. A free, like, he's a, plus, he's a free agent. Like, there's no guarantee. I mean, he'll probably come back, back, but but there's no guarantee. Well, my point is, back. like, yeah. are, will they be able to get over the hump next year if it's basically the same team coming back? Like, that's a just seeing how they lost that series. It's 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 a hard I, thing to I, see. I, I, I really question James Harden in in, in, in the big moments of the big game. Where you say so, I do too. I well, I think they need another. They need another piece, and another I don't know leader. how they're going to get it. Yeah, they need another leader. Um. But when when you think of the, the words, this is kind of changing gears. But Houston plays into this. They went to seven games. We saw what happened last night. I think it's safe to say nobody's afraid of the Warriors anymore. I don't think people. And we talked about the Utah Jazz game. And I think it's because of their ability to lose games big. I think it's and, because yeah, of their, is, is that Golden State's fault that uh, they sort of let the let, yeah let I, I everyone think, believe I that think they it can is. be had. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Like because right now Houston is saying, and everybody in Houston is saying, if we had Chris Paul, we would have won. And you know, I'm of the belief, just as a basketball fan, if they had Chris Paul, they would have won. So then going into next year in that series, it's like you're not afraid. You're not. Didn't Golden State drop a game two in the first or second round? Who did they? I, I think they did. Who was that too? Um, uh, they I remember the, that. They uh, did the, they play uh, the Pelicans? The, the, the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Yeah. The Pe- yes. yeah, that's right. And Anthony Davis was on a tear, but but it's just like nobody's afraid of this team that's supposed to be all time, all everything. Well, the, none of those. The, who are the, the, who's to be scared of? Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, but I'm just if you're thinking, talking about man, mano a mano. There's no. You're not going to be afraid of Steph Curry. I mean, you're afraid no, of what he can do. But no, but I mean, Jordan you, would be scary. Like, because Jordan was such a killer. But that's the thing. Jordan was a killer. There's nobody on this team. Even Kevin Durant, for as good as he is, nobody classifies him as a killer. Right. Nobody looks at these guys and think they. Th- you know, there's no like what. Early two thousands tigers, Tiger Woods, and any of or, or a Kobe is yeah. You know, I mean, Kobe Steph has the killer in him, but but he looks like a he looks like yeah, that's a, 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 a young boy that yeah. I mean, he, 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 and physically right, yeah, you're he, not going to be right. intimidated by him. Right, yeah. John with LeBron. I just I was watching that, waiting for LeBron to shoo him like a fly <laughs> and just hit him in the face, and he'd go flying. Into but the but then row. did you see in that slap ri- his ma- mouthpiece yeah. out in, in yeah. that ridiculous. In that ridiculously long review that they had with 2.5, the, the meaningless yeah. 2.5 second review that they had, Steph and LeBron were talking to each other. They had their jerseys up. They were yeah, uh, talk, t- talking through I their shirt. That. And they were like, yeah. Steph was like smiling. Yeah. So it seemed like they made, they were like making yeah, they nice. Were but they, they made yeah. nice. But did you want to see? I mean, you sort of wanted the chippiness between yeah. them. Yeah. I didn't like that when to, I saw them to, to, both to linger, talking right? to yeah. each other. I was like, oh, no, don't do that. LeBron should be on the bench throwing curses. In it would be great direction. to see like LeBron throw like a. A, sla- a slap to the face like Shaq did with Greg Ostertag all those years ago, just like <laughs> right. slap him right in the face. Right. And, and, and wow. before before we get entirely away from the NBA, we also have to uh, to uh, to acknowledge Collins' Boston Celtics, uh, who came within a game of making his prediction come was, true yeah. of of uh, like of of getting to the NBA Finals, and they did it without two of their best players. I mean, Gordon Hayward, you you, you don't know what he would have been for them just because he mm-hmm. didn't he played about two minutes uh, for them all season. Yeah. But then Kyrie Irving uh, 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 missed missed the entire playoffs. Strangely so. enough, though, did did you guys notice Kyrie Irving was not at Game Seven? Right. Well, and what was up with that? Because he's been on the bench for a lot of these playoff uh, games. Uh, apparently, he had a nasal surgery. He had a, oh, a, a, a deviated septum. Wow. Um, Put a Band-Aid on it. Get you on can't, the bench. You can't delay that yeah. until after Game Seven. I know. Or well, you can't like sit on the break. bench and watch and, basketball. And, like, and, and according to reports, the surgery happened like several days before the game or whatever. So. 
Um, so th- there's not there's not a good explanation for why Kyrie uh, wasn't what, what wasn't there. So I think I heard David Aldridge talking about this, and he said w- w- in explaining uh, Boston losing Game Seven. The NBA is one of the leagues where it is the league where young people do not win. You you actually have to lose. LeBron did. Michael did. Like everybody has lost. So, it, you know, you can make that argument with Boston. That game seven, a couple of those guys did not show up that they had been relying on all year, all postseason. Uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Right. Uh, uh, Rozier um, yeah. didn't play well. So, uh, I mean. Yeah, they, I mean, their, their best player was was the rookie, uh, Tatum, not really. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, 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 and I don't Al think. Al Horford, too, their veteran. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think the prediction was bad. Because I think it was very close, even with, even without Kyrie and even with Gordon Hayward. Right. And I think coming back next time, we're going to have to see how it all shakes out. But I do think getting to the finals means LeBron's probably going to come back to Cleveland. I, I don't know. I think we talked I, about this last week. Yeah, yeah I, I don't see him leaving. I mean, I, I can't see the fit with Philadelphia. I mean, I, it, it makes sense if he wants to win. But but that's the re- only reason why it really makes sense yeah. is he's chasing a championship with with uh, uh, with a very young team. I mean Ben Simmons has only played one full season in the NBA. Well here's the, here's the thing about LeBron going to Houston too. Why can't Chris Paul go to Cleveland? That's true. And and, yeah. and LeBron's good at recruiting people, and he knows that they're a player or two away. I mean, imagine Kevin Love, Chris Paul, and LeBron James. It'd sure. be a pretty nice big three. And it's not like LeBron needs to sign some six-year contract. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to sign another short one and see if he can lure one of his buddies to Cleveland. Yeah. And yeah, I see that. Yeah, happen. I could. And if that happens, I think Boston. You know, I want to see that series. I want to see a Chris Paul, LeBron James, Kevin Love, Cleveland Cavaliers against a healthy Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving-led Boston Celtics in a seven-game series. I would love to see that. Who's going to interrupt it next year? Let's think about that. I mean, not, not the Wizards. Not the Wizards. <laughs> not Toronto. Toronto's not going to get it done. Toronto's suddenly. still shaking. So, They're so afraid. I think of I think you probably pencil that in. That's yeah. probably it's going to happen unless LeBron leaves. Yeah, I, I think Cleveland would have really had to have fallen off the rails either against Indiana in the first round or or they they just had to fall short of this point for for LeBron to seriously consider leaving. I think. Mm, I yeah. mean, at, at the end of the day, that's where he's from. That, that that's home yeah. to him. So and I know they, there's all this L.A. talk, but but I mean, where, where's he going to go to L.A. and play with the Lakers, who aren't anywhere close? Uh, and uh, the Var Ball to, won't to shut up. Still, he right. said something the other week again too. Well, apparently, Leangelo, uh, uh, I, I guess, uh, had a tryout with the Lakers. Why would uh, they do that? Right? Why would they do that? <laughs> right? You're just throwing fuel on the fire. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I, I guess they're trying to throw the family a bone because now they're they they can't. Play, they've already played professional basketball uh, in Lithuania. So Le- mm-hmm. LeVar, just with that whole stunt with Lithuania, he really hurt his kids because now their college eligibility is gone. They can't play in college. Mm. So they're just going to have to hook on with a professional team. <laughs> so um, It's not like Lonzo's this transcendent talent either. You know, At what point do you just say enough's enough? If, if Lonzo Ball averages nine points and three assists this year and his dad's still yapping, Get rid like what's that's, the point? What's the point the, in keeping that's the family? When you get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, and and you brought up Kyrie and just, just he's just such an odd personality. Just, like why would he want to leave Cleveland and the success that they had? Not showing up for Game Seven. Just it's just all these. I little, still haven't figured that out. Uh, yeah. Why did he not want to play with LeBron? Why in the world would you not want to play with the greatest player in the game? Right. He thinks the world's flat. I mean, flat. he's making. Right, he's making his own way, I suppose, with with uh, Boston, but. I, I don't know. He's a weird mm, dude, and I don't think we're ever going to know much about him. He also seems to be – I'm interested to see what he does when basketball's over. 
because that might be telling. Does he go away? Does he find a way to stay in the spotlight? Maybe, I can't imagine him in the booth or the studio or something. Maybe he sails off the uh, end of the earth. <laughs> so He's <laughs> trying to sell an Uncle Drew sitcom or something. What, right. the, what the hell is that? Remember the Pepsi commercials? Him, Uncle Drew? You, you guys don't remember? I, don't remember. I, I remember him, yeah. yeah. He dresses up as an old dude and goes plays basketball. Oh, on, yeah. Okay. On like... Uh, like playgrounds all right they, they i don't know i don't remember commercials I, i've seen some really <laughs> good doritos commercials lately um I, if you asked me to to summarize one i couldn't but they make me laugh <laughs> is the point all right so i know josh isn't invested in the stanley cup finals other than just having to uh having to watch the games and and, and put them in the paper because his job requires it but but colin have you have you gotten into this vegas have, uh, yeah. uh, caps uh series both games uh they've both been great games too They've been really, really great games. Uh, Vegas is going to be a tough out. I don't know. Uh, I don't. You guys are waiting for those games every night, so it might be tough. Because especially the the problem with having games in Las Vegas is they take about forty five minutes before they start a game because they I've have to do this, their yeah. medieval times thing. And yeah, it's, well, it's, what, what, what do you do? Showgirls come out and do the, uh, the that's dance the only or... thing missing is showgirls. Yeah, but what, what do you what do you what do you think of their uh, pregame? Maybe uh, I would tune in a pregame show. It's 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 enough is enough. I, I I'm done with it. I I saw it once and it was fine. Do you and think? Kitschy, do you but... think Washington is going to somehow try to trump that or somehow try to match that with their pregame? I don't think so. Okay, you know, do I you? think that would be fun. That would be fun. But the, pro- I don't the, pr- know. the problem is, like, they're in Las Vegas, and they have all this great producing talent, and and all these yeah. super talented people that are right there that are that are able to help. Well, they should pu- bring pu- out put on like these the, shows. the presidents at the Nats game and have them race around the ice rink. <laughs> That's what they should do. Right. I, I it's it's a great series. It's so far tied one one. I could see it going seven. I don't. I don't think there's a clear favorite. I don't think that either team looks like they're going to run away with it. Um, it'd be, it's really, it'd be really interesting to me if Vegas won. And I think that's an interesting story. And I don't even know if the NHL would like that. You know, you have to wonder. Well, they, 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 they like, they like it Vegas enough to put a team there. So yeah. I think they the, the would league cut them a huge break with the way they structured well, the, 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 the expansion yeah. draft and the salary cap and stuff like that. I mean, they, they got a lot of really good players. Yeah. That, that's why I'm saying the, if this happens, the league is going to have to go back and say, okay, next time we have an expansion draft, maybe we change up the rules a little bit. Um, I think Kuznetsov might not play in game right, three. That would be a big why, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. Why do you say that? Why Why do you think the NHL doesn't like the fact that a f- expansion franchise is in the finals? Because of that, I because of the whole the whole way that everything went down in terms of the draft, they might be taking some heat. They might be saying, "But don't you think they want it to be like any team could win any year, like the NFL?" Well, but I don't think it's like that. I think this is perceived at this point as like a makeshift All Star team. <laughs> Like it's not like the, uh, the four and twelve Jacksonville Jaguars coming back the next year. And what's I, I mean, their goalie is the goalie that won the Stanley Cup last yeah, year. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, and then and they were able to pick a lot of other top players from 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 uh, other teams. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it, it, well, how is that different than what the NFL does when they have an expansion franchise? I, I, I don't know the mechanics of of any of these expansion drafts it just seems like you can't tell me that every team in the nhl had two or three great players 
that didn't see as much ice time. So they were able to put them up and Vegas just scooped them up. Like not every team had great mm-hmm. players. So it something and, happened. And also here. the difference is the size of the rosters. Football, there's a lot more players and you're gonna get a lot more That's players that, that aren't that aren't very good. Whereas hockey, the rosters are much smaller. So you're the 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 talent is 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 more easily uh, condensed on on, right. uh, on a hockey roster, so but how how about the way the Capitals are, are sort of evolving and changing their narrative? I mean they, they really they, are. Uh, they yeah. they they used to be the team that they couldn't win these uh, big games, and then they they, they beat uh, the Penguins, uh, my my Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, <laughs> in, in, in in the second round. And, they still and, haven't won the the cup here. Yeah. I know, uh, but 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 they Let's be but, careful. But they've never really been able to even get to this point before and then with, with their backs against the wall against tampa bay they produced back-to-back shutouts in game six and seven to win that so so they're sort of changed and ovechkin was the guy he was the star player that couldn't win it all and now he's uh in the stanley cup finals so i mean they're changing the way people think about them. and it always seems like at this time of the year there's always a goalie that is just playing out of his mind mm-hmm. and what do we see the other night that incredible save yeah. holby another shutout mm-hmm. i mean what were your thoughts on that that play that he made that's I, that was an, a tremendous play people were calling it the best save they've ever seen uh it was a tremendous play i think flurry is no schlub himself so you have about it's like there's not a, a demonstrative goaltender here flurry and holtby are both really playing really really well and even with that said though game one six to four six to four <laughs> right. you know so and the way that the problem that I see with with Washington is how quickly they give up their leads. This, this literally happened in Game One. I uh, was watching the stream online. That's how I watch all this stuff. I was watching the stream, and the Caps scored. So I thought I'm gonna go to bed. It they made it four three, and there it was in the third period. I was like, I'm done. Uh, I turn the TV off. I turn the internet off. I go to my phone. I open up the ESPN app in that time. It was four four. <laughs> it it took like it couldn't have taken two minutes. Uh, it was that. a controversial goal too because yeah. because because uh, John Carlson was basically cross checked yeah. uh, yeah. by by Reeves. Uh, this bit. was Monday uh, night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I was. It was yeah. I'm sorry, I was preoccupied with watching The Bachelorette. Oh, I, I see. <laughs> how, how how did that go? Oh, we yeah, yeah we don't need yeah. to get into that. Yeah. We can talk about sports. Who okay. are your favorites? Who are my favorites? Yeah, Justify. I don't even remember half the guys. But justified on the on, on the Bachelorette. Justified making an appearance. <laughs> I don't know. Does Al have another on? Uh, no, definitely. Justified would be a stallion. He'd be qual- qualifies uh, as a stallion, <laughs> a right? Stallion, yeah, right? Definitely yeah. a stud. Right. Right. What kind of person do you like on the Bachelorette? What kind of guy do you root for? Oh, you got to root for the trainer, the D bags. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, you root? Oh, yeah, for because oh, okay. they make it fun. Oh, and and they okay. grade they grade on the other guys' nerves and they create drama in the house and stir it up. So you want like you want at least a couple of d bags because they just they're must see. You now know? is this the the girl who had her heart yes, broke? Okay, Becca. so this is so this must be the most watched Bachelorette ever because this has a running narrative. I don't know. I guess. You know? Yeah, she's yeah. I, I probably so. Do you like her? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the way she handled herself. Um, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I, no, I, I'm, just, I'm just laughing at the whole uh, 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 discussion. Hey, I'm not alone here. There's a ton of there are a ton of men who watch this watch oh, this I show. That. Men watching men trying to yeah. get a get a girl. Yeah, it's uh. Well, there's did anybody se- get eliminated? Sells, doesn't it? So does yes, anybody does. get eliminated the first week? Yeah, she she lops off like you know really? ten or so guys. Ten. Oh yeah, she dropped because the house is full of like forty dudes, so wow. she's got to get to work like immediately. There was some dude. Yeah, this how, was how many episodes in, in a season? So I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. got to go quickly. Like the season, like you remember, it wasn't that long ago. She got dumped. 
And this That's this true, is already yeah. the this whole is... bachelor season. Her season, yeah. bachelorette season, has already occurred. So she's mm-hmm. already whatever with some whoever it is that she picked. But there was um, some dude who came on the show who knew her, and ah. they had run in like similar circles and they're from minnesota and so she saw him she's like hmm, that's strange i i know him mm-hmm. and so then she pulled him aside and now she's like look dude we've met like three four times and you never showed any interest in me so see ya <laughs> so she got him like me it was pretty funny like what this guy was thinking like he thought like he had pre- met her previously and hung out with her previously and never showed any interest in her and he thought he was going to go on and win her heart on this wow. on this show that was strange but that's a good story. We need a bachelorette segment. No, we don't. No? We could bring, I'm sure somebody in the newsroom, I know Kate Masters and I speak about it regularly, so we could bring her in for a segment. All right. So, so should we say, should we, should we, should we move to scene? I, I mean, I, I got nothing on, is there any, on, is there on, anything, on the bachelorette. Is so. there anything else to talk to say about the uh, Stanley Cup? Uh, that's uh, The next game is, uh, is sa- Saturday, not Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Eight, eight and then the, and the NBA's uh, game two is Sunday. That's right. Do you yes. think the Capitals could help change the whole DC narrative of the, of the teams not being able to bit, uh, win the? I big don't buy that. I don't buy that. No. Do, do you think do you think they're taking pressure off the Nationals? No. Uh, but, um, no. Okay. I think if the Nats end up, you know, blowing, even though they're not really playing great, you know, they're not having a great regular season so far. But if the Nats end up with a really great record and go out in the first round again, I don't think the Caps are going to mean anything. What do you think? I John? agree. I don't. I don't think this is like. I don't think they have. When the Reds, they're feeling going. those vibes or whatever yeah. that's emanate that are emanating from the Caps now. I mean, like remember the, the Wizards were an eight seed and lost to Toronto yeah. in the first round. The Redskins are going to go two and fourteen. Well, we, we we can ask that to uh, Washington Post columnist Barry's Verluga, who we hope to have uh, join. Really, us, uh, did you reach uh, out in, in a couple of weeks? Yeah, he's, you he, didn't tell me that. He you guys yeah, don't tell I, me I, anything. He told me recently. I, I, I well, you don't you don't work our hours, man. So uh, we we, you, we get a chance. To talk. Maybe if phone. you would go over to Greg's desk and say, "Hi, Greg, how are you today? Let's talk." I never see you. Just Greg. walk by. You just like you know, slump shouldered walk, shuffle by our desk. <laughs> you don't ignores, even look at he, us. He ignores me, man. You fill up your so. water, you slump your shoulders and walk past us again. You text me a lot. You could have shot a text. Well, I... I, I well, you I, probably... You wouldn't respond to it. I have nothing to say to Half the time, you don't respond uh, to text. When's he going to come on? <laughs> uh, probably at 9 o'clock one night, so... Oh, we're uh, doing the Lock uh, and Fora thing again, too. No, 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 okay. I, I, I don't know. But, well, I mean, his, his, he's kind of tied up right now while covering the Stanley Cup Finals, so... Oh, well, right. this um, guy, I think, we're all, studio. I think we're all going to geek out with him because yeah. now Lock and Fora is, say what you want to, he's a, he's a terrific journalist and a great newsbreaker, but Barry's Verluga is probably among the top five writers sports writers in the country no no question yeah, about it i agree so, with that. no question about it so yeah so we look forward to having him on uh as soon as he's uh, available uh, hopefully hopefully within the next uh, week or two uh, once once the hockey uh once the hockey wraps up so any, any thoughts on the on the triple crown i mean uh, we can, we can uh, probably get into that uh, next, week. next week okay yeah. All right, we uh, haven't even seen the draw. They haven't drawn <clears throat> right right uh then seen or to be seen uh we we should uh get to well, I, I'm really, I'm really, really into the 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 Stanley Cup final. I really am. I think the two first two games have been really great. And now, I mean, after last night, and I guess it's a cop out to say both these things, but the NBA and the NHL finals right now are really intriguing to me. I, I really hope Sunday night Cleveland doesn't lay an egg and it's a thirty point game. If that doesn't happen, I'm going to be really, really happy. So I'm going to say both both of those finals. And we're in June now, which means. Baseball 
kind of matters a little bit more than it did maybe two months ago. And you guys are baseball guys. Are there? Well, I guess the O's are not worth paying attention the, to. The, the Indians have recently started playing well. I mean, they were bumping along at about a 500 clip for a while, but their schedule has softened up because their division is, is they play in the worst division in baseball, and now they're playing their division opponents yeah. and, and feasting on their division opponents. So mm-hmm. uh, they, they won a bonkers game uh, last week <laughs> where, where I think they scored five runs. Um uh, in, in the in the ninth inning, that to send the game in extra innings, and then Houston had a huge rally. I mean, it was it was a crazy game they played in one against the Astros. Mm-hmm. And maybe that got them going a little bit. So, uh, but but I'll agree with you. Uh, the the NBA uh, is is more intriguing to me than, than the hockey. Though I've mm-hmm. I've, I've watched um, I fell asleep watching uh, the the third period of the hockey game the uh, the other night. So. Uh, but but uh, I, I've I've enjoyed watching the hockey, but uh, I'm more interested in the NBA and 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 uh, let's see how far LeBron could could drag this uh, Cavaliers team. So yeah, Josh, what have you read? Oh, I was gonna say I haven't. There's not something I did read a really interesting cover story, the SI cover story for this um, this most recent uh, issue is is outstanding, but I won't go into that because it's a really uh, crazy story. But um, I'll say that uh, it's not to be seen seen or to be seen it was to be heard i heard uh, i listened to um another podcast that was uh um jeff perlman's podcast he does one that's called two writers, two writers slinging yang. yang and so i had saved uh the one that he did with steve russian who was my favorite writer um and i listened to that last week and if you either of you guys get a chance to listen to that, it's been an hour long but russian tells some great stories i think he you know it, it, we're in agreement with a lot of the things that he says about the business or um, writing in particular. So I would just suggest that to you guys. And the other thing I wanted to mention was that um, I had a weird, a weird story that I did this week um, just yesterday on, it was, it was a weird situation for me. So um, Vikas Gauda, who was a discus thrower from Frederick mm-hmm. high school retired as an international discus thrower. And this is a guy who I have written about for times. 17 years or more. And so it's really weird for me because, and, you know, we largely focus on high school sports around here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we don't have a lot of guys whose careers we follow for longer than their high school careers or maybe a couple of years in college. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a guy that I covered like for 17 years. I wrote mm-hmm. God knows how many stories about this guy. And it's just really strange to have that all wrapped up and be done with, you know, writing about him. And as a, you know, I just, as a writer, it was a, it was a fun, it was a fun story to do. Um, and I'll miss, I, I'll, part of me will miss writing about him a little bit. But yeah. What, what are you going to do when the 2020 Olympics yeah. uh, roll around? So. But anyway, he was, a, he's a good guy. He was a great story for, for this area during Olympic years. Um, even though he wasn't pr- participating in the Olympics as an American Olympian, he was participating for his home country of India. He was a rock, he was basically a rock star over there, we, so, we should say, because he because he was a medal hopeful in an event yeah. where they typically don't that don't shine. Yeah, he was yeah. he's pretty well known there, I think. But um here he could walk up and down the streets and nobody would probably know who he was. <laughs> right. But but in India, I mean he was a, yeah. he was a big deal. So. Yeah, so anyway, I just wanted a little shout out to Vikas Gauda, who was always kind to me and always answered my calls and um, you know, I've written about him since he was seventeen years old. So uh you know, a great career to him, and uh, you know he did it the right way, and you know, good for him. Should also mention that the world that the World Cup is uh, coming up in in a couple of weeks. So uh, I opened my mailbox yesterday and pulled out 
my Sports Illustrated and the, and the cover story it was their World Cup preview edition, and I, and I guess it might not resonate with all of us in this country because the U.S. is not playing in the in in, in the World Cup. They they did not qualify. Mm-hmm. But but will you guys be interested in in, in the World Cup uh, when, when it we begins? In, in, yeah, in, we in talked Russia? about this, and I I'm on the fence. I really don't know. It's really this is because Greg did not listen to the podcast yes, that you and I did that's right. on our Thank own you. without him. But we already delved into this, we Greg. Did. Okay. All right. Very in-depth. We did about 35 minutes on this. Uh, it's really hard for me. I'm a, a huge soccer fan, but I can't get behind another country for some reason. I just can't. But will you watch this for the spectacle? Of I'll it for, watch. Uh, of course uh, I'll watch. Uh, uh, for, yeah. I mean, just because you're interested in what, what, what happens. Yeah, and I hope, if, if I'm lucky, I, I hope that, you know, while watching these games, maybe a team really strikes me or something. Well, will you, will, will yeah. you bet on that team? No, I'm not. No. Okay. <laughs> you can't the, the thing I can't bet sports in Maryland. Where is this World Cup? I tried. Uh, Russia. Isn't this Cutter? I thought Come it was on, guys. I thought it was Russia. I I would probably believe so, Colin over you because yeah, he's the I think soccer it, and I don't have my phone on me. I, I think you're right. I think it is Qatar. K- Qatar, or, or but Qatar. they they pronounce it Cutter. Okay, you could yeah, you could be right. This is the one where everyone they're fearing like tremendous heat. Like they they put mm-hmm. they they put um yeah. uh uh, World Cup in the in the uh, in, sum, in, in the summer of this yeah. uh, country where they get extreme temperatures. That's yeah. why the Americans so, lost because yeah. they didn't want to. They didn't want yeah, to right. go in un- blame unbearable them. heat. Right? Maybe I'll root for Iceland. Isn't that what everybody's doing? <laughs> Is that they're in <laughs> it? Yeah, I think they're in. Oh, it. Oh, that's right. We you told me that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, anything else, boys? So before we uh, bid everyone adieu. No. A do a do is Gary is Gary so. Thorne. You says. never you never mentioned Double Motorcycle, even though that's your theme song. What do you mean I didn't mention them? You never say anymore. You never say hey, I, thanks I, I, to I, Double I, Motorcycle. I should say that. Yeah, but you don't. I, I do at the end of every final score. I, I, okay, good. well I do have a question about Double Motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Where you, the, there's always a story behind the name. You don't drive a motorcycle. No. Have you ever been on a motorcycle? Yes. Yes. On the back. Yes. Who was driving? Uh, my dad, I think. Okay, when you were younger. Yeah. All right. Well, that's okay. That's acceptable. Super, super I was gonna say it was like you and Greg riding on the road on no, a motorcycle. Well, we've that done would that. Be great. We will. Yeah. I'll, I'll ride my. I'll You'll ride, ride a double my, motorcycle. I'll, with I'll, I'll, I just yeah. want a sidecar. Uh, <laughs> with uh, goggles. Yeah, with goggles and like a forty, a forty of bush light, just riding down the road. Uh, you, you know what I also don't mm-hmm. do at the end of these? I don't thank Graham or, or, or Chris Sands. Yeah, either. They don't so. get. Well, what is Chris Sands? What does he do for this podcast? Uh, he, I guess, makes sure all the technology is working. Wow, I'm going to start begrudgingly. To, yeah, I, uh, I've got nothing to say. So, well, thanks to the band Double Motorcycle <laughs> uh, uh, for, uh, for the music you hear on the podcast. Where are they playing? Uh, we're at Guido's on Sunday. We're going to be playing in Baker Park next week. Yeah. So uh, for uh, J.R. Smith, for Colin McGuire, don't call uh, me that. Uh, I'm Greg. We'll see you next week on just another sports podcast.